Sono Gino Sarame! This is just our point, and that's <laughs> your host, Joe, Joe, and I'm your, ho I'm your host, Dex Bro, and um, we are doing poses that you can't see right now, because we're doing a re-reviewing. We're doing one. a JoJo we're episode. Is, is it a reference? Probably. Where all, where all our past episodes has always been a JoJo reference. Yeah, there's been at least one in every single episode. Go back yeah. and watch them so you can find them. Or you know what? Don't watch it. Listen to it. Huh? Yeah. Do like that while doing awesome poses. Yeah. And okay. standing proud. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so we're finally doing a JoJo episode and we're going only through part one. And For now. To be honest, I think people skip part one. And that's the one of the... It's okay. It's not the best part. I'll be honest with you. It's, but it's... Yeah, but, but it sets the foundation for everything. It sets the... It's the best thing about part one is, is it exists. Is that it exists and it is all about Speedwagon. <laughs> <laughs> is the the original and only waifu. The original Joe Bro. Well, he's a waifu, not a Joe Bro. Uh, fair no, enough. No, no. Well, so <laughs> I talked to Joe about doing this episode because hey, guess what? Part six of the animated series just got announced. It's gonna come out December of twenty twenty one. If you're watching this three years from now. Oh, man. man. Okay. So, before we begin talking about part one, I just want to talk about my own introduction to JoJo. And Joe, you can tell me yours later, but... You're never so, going to guess what my introduction to JoJo was. Oh, I probably won't. Um, I'm probably Kristen, but probably not. I don't know. Mm, um, nope. Okay. You go so, on. Here's the thing. When I was um, a wee young lad of 14... No, say um, that properly if you're going to say a wee young lad. When I was a wee young lad of 14... Okay, my, stop. My mom and dad, they bought me issues of Shonen Jump magazine. The ones that were happening in America. Well, how and, long ago was this? Um, I don't know. It was like early 2000s. I was in, I was in high school, so... You were a wee young lad, yeah, 2006, maybe 2007. I don't know when they decided to try their first time to bring JoJo to the U.S. But I just know that the, they showed... What were your three. parents thinking? It's like, oh, look, really thick comic books from Japan. Yeah, I mean... I'm they, gonna they give knew... this to my son. Yeah, I mean, there was a subscription, so I, it came in the mail. It was, they um... subscribed to Shonen Jump. I subscribed to Shonen Jump. Oh, you did? Because you said the... your parents brought it home. Well, they, they, yeah, they did, but like... I subscribe with my birthday money that I would have. Um, I would just, you know, annual subscription. Who gave me the birthday money? My parents. So, you know. And that was how Dexter was introduced to anime titties. Well, we'll get to that some other day. But... Shaman uh, King had anime titties? No, they really didn't. They were mm -hmm. all like 12. Like, I wouldn't know. Never seen or read you know, we should watch. King. We should probably watch the new animated series. But that's neither here nor there. You know what? That's a good idea. We can actually watch it together this time because I know you're already familiar with Shaman yeah. King. Me is going to be something new for me. Yeah, maybe we can stream it on your uh, Twitch and uh, make a thing of it. Who knows? Mm. Uh, I know that people put filters on that and they're able to do that, but we're not watch going to. <laughs> we're not going to. No. In any case, it, yes. um, back to JoJo. 
So, uh, in Shonen Jump magazine in the U.S., had the standards Naruto, One Piece, Yu-Gi-Oh, Dragon Ball, um, you know the typical things that you would expect out of a Shonen Jump magazine. But one of the things they always used to do was preview a new series that they were going to introduce. That's how I got introduced to a lot of the weirder shit, like um, Ice Shield Twenty One, Katakyo Hitman Reborn. Um, Ice Shield Twenty One was weird. It, yeah, in comparison, yeah. I mean, I mean, I mean, sports anime exists. I guess it's only weird because it's, it's American football. American in Japan. football in Japan. Yeah. You saying that aloud made you laugh because it's weird. Yeah, you know. that part is weird. Yeah. Okay. Well, go go on. Hmm. In any case, um, then they, they they did this whole big cover story, and they had the cool art with the crazy ass poses and stuff. And I was just like, "This looks cool." And I remember seeing this in a video game I had. I had this video game called Jump Superstars, and I remember seeing both Gotoro and Dio like in the in in the game, and they had these weird powers of like stopping time and stuff. And I was like, "Wow, this is cool." And then this guy brought a giant like you know road roller down onto like you know the enemy, and I was just like, "This is awesome." I want to know what this is all about. And then I found out it's part three. And I'm like, oh, well, I want to read part one and part two. And then I found out that in the U.S. they only were translating part three. And I was like, but but I'm introduced to this old man. Who is this old man? And why is he He's the hero part two? I want to see this man's story. Why are you doing this to me, Shonen Jump? And I was just, and so I dropped Jojo. I read that one chapter and I was like, this is cool. Stan seemed awesome. And Jotaro seems like an asshole, but like, like one of those Clint Eastwood type of assholes. So, whatever. But I want to know what happened before that. And it wasn't until uh, the golden age of manga piracy. We're no longer there. We're no longer poor college students. Um, that I decided, hey, I'm actually going to give Jojo a shot. Judging just... from what you said about the golden age of manga piracy? Yeah. Is, is that it? Yeah, and then you follow it up with we're no longer broke college students. I mean, does that mean that the age of piracy never ends because there's always a broke college student out there? I mean, there's always a broke college student <laughs> out there that's going to be pirating manga. But we support the official release now. Yeah. Um, but in any case, in any case, um, yeah, man, I just um, decided, you know what? Let's start with Phantom Blood. This should be fun. And it was the freaking weirdest shit ever because I was like, this is a shonen? I was like, this... Artwork looks like something out of a shoujo. The what's called the plot is of this romance. What is the actual action? And then the the first chapter happens, and bam, you get uh, Jonathan, you know, punching out Dio after he like you know, kicked his dog. And I was just like, okay, I can see that this is living up to something. And there's always this ominous theme of like, hey, something more going on here. There's this whole thing with this mask. There's this whole thing with like you know, um, this creepy setting, Victorian England. And I was like. Yeah, I, can, I, I dig this. I can fuck with this. Uh, and then, you know, I read it, and the rest is history. What about you, Joe? Ongoing history. Well, yeah. Because mm -hmm. part 8 just ended. Okay, so... My introduction to JoJo is um, simple. Uh, back in the Philippines, we had this uh, gaming store? No, uh -huh. it's a gaming house? Sure. Pretty much you walk in there and you get to play uh, uh, PlayStation console and you play, pretty much. You rent out time, like, for an hour. And... Like, a, uh, like a PC bang, but with consoles. Yes, we had cool. those. We had, we had that in the Philippines, right next to our actual PC 
console place area thing, right? Yeah. And so, um, yeah, that's how it started because I was like trying to pick out. I was the person that gets to pick out the games that we'll we're gonna end up renting, right? Sure. Or renting out. Um, and one of them was this really weird uh, Japanese thing, but in the cover, you know, it it has the the title on it, and then it says there, JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. And I'm like, what is this? And so, I don't know what it was about, really. It's just suddenly, I, I, wasn't, I wasn't even playing it. It's like other kids from the block were playing it. And they were all having fun on the PlayStation 1. And uh, it was, uh, well, needless to say, bizarre. And I played it too. And I played all the characters, and I just couldn't get it until I played this one guy whose actual name is jo- is Jojo. So I'm like, okay, so he's the main character. I'll play him. And you get this, like, dude who just punches things. And he's not even... His hands the entire time are always in his pocket. And then when his stand is not out, it's he's just kicking. Which is really, honestly, kind of freaking stupid. I love it, but yeah, it, it really is stupid and probably yeah. not, like... Yeah, it, but in a good way. Hell, Iggy was there too. It was fucking great. Um, the fact that they had they got a dog. It, it was was it the fighting game or what was it's it? It's a fighting game. It was a, yeah. it was a fighting game, right? Of yeah. every single character in uh, part three, Stardust Crusaders. Okay. Yeah, that's you all... won't. And the thing is, that's all I know. It was like, and what was funny was that when I was playing it, I'm like, this feels too rich that it has to it has to come from something and i'm thinking there this must, must be, be more there must be more it must be an anime fast forward to like three four years ago hmm? um where i had completely forgotten about this game oh it has to have been more than four years ago because the anime has been out for like six I think. yeah but I, you know at that point part three was already finished or finishing I think or COVID, has, COVID brain has gotten to you because, but anyway, it's been a while. Well, I yeah. didn't watch it when it came out, mind you. Okay. Remember, I'm, I'm not the guy who goes out there and looks for anime. Fair now, enough. yeah, and so my um, my uh, my buddy Eric, he's like, you know, let's watch this anime, and I'm like, oh, okay, sure. You know, me, I'm not really Mister Anime. You you um, are anime light. I I I am anime curious. Uh, and so, uh, he, he play, uh, you know, he, he plays this show and then like, suddenly, is it a light bulb? No, something else. Uh, I, I forget what the term is, but when, when, uh, when I saw the title, it says Jojo's Bizarre Adventure. I'm like, why does this remind me of something? And then I see like the, f- the main character who was a little bitch. He's really a little bitch. <laughs> Yeah, he really yeah. is. Yeah. Is in the beginning parts he's an absolute little shit. He's a spoiled, spoiled little, shit. little shit. Yeah, yeah he's a <laughs> spoiled little shit. And I'm like, this I is mean, my main makes... character, a blue-haired little brat. And I'm like, okay, sure. A British uh, his brat. Name is at that. A British brat. Yes. Uh-huh. And then the uh, right wanker. <laughs> and then uh he uh and then he has this rival absolutely heartless and he was a lot more fun to watch because he's got this internal monologue 
you know what he's thinking. In fact, he says it out loud. <laughs> it's fucking ridiculous. So I was introduced to JoJo's Ridiculous Adventure. <laughs> um, I make fun of it with all the love in the world. <laughs> um, suffice to say, you and I have both talked about JoJo outside of the podcast world for a long time. Our mm. love of it. We've talked about the manga. We talked about the anime. Um, the music. We can uh, we can all relate to that one meme that says you know like there's a label of this one guy and says uh, JoJo fans and it's just pointing at the screen. Watch JoJo. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, am I that? I'm like a little slightly. You're a little bit like that. Uh, slightly. I'm uh, more like that with read the fucking anime manga. Oh yeah, you're you're like like the the the, the hipster type. So I um I was wondering throughout part one mm-hmm. where the fuck are the stands? And I'm like, <sighs> what's going on? No, remember, there's this there's mm-hmm. this this uh what's the word I'm looking for? Um disconnect. Not not there's a disconnect. A, yeah, there, there's, there's a, a there, there's a, a disconnect. There's, there's something a, missing from yes. where we get to like ham on whole wheat to stand proud. I, I don't know what that is. Well, that's the name of the theme song for the third. Anyway. Um, yeah, Hamon. That's the name of the power from the... Um, I like ham, one. yes. Me too. Actually, I only... Funny enough, I don't like deli ham. I only like it when like it's like, you know... The really? The, pro- the processed from the grocery store ham? Yeah, I don't like that kind of ham. I just... What? Deli ham just... I'm confused now. I Fresh do not... Cut? I do not like processed deli cut ham that you get like at the package at the grocery store. Ah, I prefer you know thick cut like you know honey baked ham, uh, fresh out the oven stuff like that. Okay, okay, okay. I thought it was like the other way around. That's so weird. No, that would be weird. Yeah, uh, but you know what else is weird? Jojo. Jojo. <laughs> Jojo's bizarre adventure part one. Yeah, so we got a story we get... of this little uh. uh we don't you know even what? get started with you know we don't even get started with the kid. We first see um uh, an accident. We see a carriage on the side of the road. Some man is just like and like this scum of the earth is like ah uh, let me go and see what these rich guys have and then he's just like oh shit they're alive. Literally looting the looting the bodies. Yeah, and that they're while they're still alive. He's like oh yes, I tried to rescue you. For my name is Dario Brando, your new savior and. Friend. Friend. Okay, well, I want to clarify. So the carriage, there was this, the carriage just tipped over. You see some people on the ground, and you have this guy, Dario Brando, like, already stealing from the dead bodies. Like, absolute Mm -hmm. scum of the earth, right? And then, lo and behold, one of the guys is alive, which is, who is he? Jojo Supreme? Jojo Prime? Jojo Prime. Jojo Uh, Prime. George Joestar. George Joestar. I want to know what his story and how he became rich. But imagine how much if he was actually a badass. But, you know, all things since he had a badass design, he had a badass mustache. I think he's. Oh the only, yeah. I think up until like um you know old man Joseph, he's the only JoJo with facial hair. The old man jo- old man Joseph was a had a had a full beard. Yes, he did. Yes. Um, but we're talking about uh, that jo- damp, dapper dandy like you know curly mustache. Yes, George, right? George? George, George. George, 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 George. Okay, so George, George, he suddenly wakes up 
And it was like, oh, my savior, thank you for helping me. And meanwhile, Dario Brando's having this internal monologue. He's like, you thought I saved him even though I'm here to actually rob him? Damn. But this guy's an absolute coward. Let's come over the earth. He's not going to kill this guy. He doesn't have the guts for it. But you know what he does have the guts to do? Lie. Eat, lie, beat his wife, his child. Yeah, because, you know, he's a piece of shit. Like, like he that. really is. And, you know, I think it's because of Dario Brando's personality and the way that he lived that you almost feel a sympathy for Dio Brando, his son, when you're yes. introduced to him. He is, uh, uh, having a father like Dario Brando is the, um, is the, uh, what's the word I'm looking for here? The recipe for having a, an, uh, a, a villain. Is the recipe for having a megalomaniac, I want to rule the world. And, See, this you know... is why, this is why you actually think that it suddenly makes sense that Jonathan, our main character, Jonathan Joestar, was not your typical hero because he didn't come from tragedy no he actually came from a moment of like he was well taken was, care of he was the rich. only tragedy he had was not knowing who his mom mom was because she died in that accident but which wasn't even caused by the villain it just was happenstance exactly um you know, for all we know it could have been like a wayward meteor holding an arrow and like blasting the the fucking uh card Wow, that sounds like not a reference to anything we've watched, but... No, it, it, it absolutely would be something that Araki might do. Oh, you're not... <laughs> oh, now I don't know if you know things or not. don't know things. I'm... I, I'm aware okay, that there is okay. time travel in the future. In any case. Um, <laughs> in any case. <laughs> in any case. Yeah, we introduced uh, a little while after to our, our protagonist... Uh, Jonathan Joestar, and he's this dapper young, you know, dandy gentleman. He's not a, not particularly strong, not particularly, you know, um, anything. Uh, but what he is, is kind. He's got kindness in spades. He uh, is kind, and he is actually brave. He gets brave. Uh, first no, no, no. Like, even, even before, it's like he is brave. He just doesn't have the... Um... The gusto to want to stand up to anything. Yes. And so it's not he's until righteous. he's righteous. He's not until he's given purpose, glorious yes. purpose, that he decides to act. The purpose glorious being, purpose. The purpose being Dio being a little shit, stealing his lover's first kiss and burning his dog. All good reasons why you would want to kick somebody. Did he burn ass. the dog or he kicked the dog? He kicked the dog, eventually he burned the dog. And then it eventually burned it. Yeah, so, you know, that's how you're also introduced to the main character. You can tell that these two have already have an intertwined relationship. It's really funny, too, because you do have the, the, the loving Jonathan, who is like, you know, uh, everything that his family stands for, because he's like, he is nice, he is kind, he's righteous, uh, all the positive vibes I can give. And you have Dio, who was raised by a scum, who is, you know, reflective of all those qualities as well imagine how much of a scum his dad was that he grew up inside within the the walls of the jonathan how of the joestar household and still end up being so evil yeah because we get a flash forward then they're now out of college yeah so of- uh like quick reference here like when his dad died he directed dio to search when, uh, when, to go when to the dio's joestar dad died. mansion when dio's yeah, dad died. when dio's dad yeah when, when dario brother died he directed Dio to 
um and is that but you go like here yeah this guy owes me something go go there and uh steal steal every single or like you know make their lives a living hell take what take everything you can <laughs> right it's almost like it really is a curse yeah yeah he got greedy or rather he was raised with the greed yeah um and these two mix like mix like oil and water. They just don't get along whatsoever. They are total until, until the oil secret. starts to pretend to be water or right. salty water. And then, but and the water starts to react and realize, hey, I should probably be on my guard so I don't end up being steamed. Uh, real quick though, like when you take a look at these guys, these guys, the artwork is just like these. They're walking brick houses. They're walking they brick houses, up. but they They're have playing rugby. <laughs> and but they have beautiful, like, you know what it reminds me of? And this is so, and it probably because it's probably a JoJo reference in and of Greco Roman. Gentleman Squidward is what I was going to go with. Gentleman Squidward. <laughs> our, our beautiful Squidward, or however gorgeous, yes. whatever they want to call it. But yes, that face, uh, the, which is like you said, like a Greek god. The, the chiseled uh, muscles. Yeah, that is like that is that is the JoJo look. This is, oh my god! So they start like on the flash forward. They are now playing rugby. They're like sort of like the best of friends. And then what happened? Um, and then we realized Dio's true colors. Mm. Um, that he still we realize or the audience is reintroduced through Dio's actions and backhand deals. He's still pretty much an ass, even though he's been leaving this front that he's a good guy. And then the red herring. The Chinaman? The mask! Yeah, the mask. (laughs) See, he even forgot about the mask! No, that's not a red herring. That's not a red herring. That's not a red herring. That's not a definition of red herring. That's that's the MacGuffin, Joe. MacGuffin, there he goes, the MacGuffin. Yeah. Red herring something that, like, you know, throwing you off tracks. That's why I was just like... What are you talking about? Anyway, yeah, the mask. The mask that Jonathan's that that Jonathan's dad, George, had found long ago that Dio has become obsessed with because apparently it's supposed to grant you power and immortality and all these other things that like, you know. And guess what? What does the mask do? It turns him into a fucking vampire. vampire. (laughs) No, but he he's smart. Uh, Dio was smart and I actually appreciated him for this too. He had the gall to like, hey, let me try this on somebody else. So he goes to do this such an evil character, such an evil bastard. He puts the mask on someone else. Like, hey, wear this. I'll give you like, I don't even know if he got for some coin. He just, bam, puts a mask on somebody, and they turn into a vampire. And he's like, oh shit. And then he fights a vampire, you know, one on one, and manages to win just because the sun comes out. Like, uh, it's conniving. But it's smart. It shows just how what kind of person Dio is. What is this in a span of six episodes? Yeah. Um, so in a span of six episodes, we got this story of a uh, of these two, and then at the end of it, at the end of it, after George dies, and the, uh, it's by the Dio, final sh- mind you. the yeah the poisoned by Dio, and uh, by the way, at this point, our our main character Jonathan is no longer a, a, a little shit, but he is still annoying. Because he is righteous, he he is absolutely boring. But we get introduced boring. to this criminal, whose name is Aurier... Our Robert E. Speedwagon. Because we don't get the license to actually say the no, they band don't, but we do. Yeah, you know what? <laughs> that's another cool thing about JoJo. All the musical references. 
it just like um it lends itself to wanting to listen to music while you read when yes. i was reading anyway and um it may be a little harder when you watch but the david productions does such a good job because put the music in for you at least at the end theme that yeah at least they, they they try to put it in put it in so you do have speed wagons as one of the uh the characters the original waifu absolute bro he, he is what, the character colloquially that, known as Joe Bros. Yes, but again, he's not a Joe Bro. He's a waifu, um, and I I will argue, <laughs> I will argue this to the end. So Speedwagon it has the character of hyping everything that Jonathan does. He really does because and Jonathan he, can't do it for himself. <laughs> Jonathan can't, you know, because he's boring. But he's moving speed... so fast. He is going. He just took down four people. Oh Speedwagon is the stand-in for the audience because he's supposed to be this like tough as shit person. Lived on Ogre Street. Um, you know, the leader of like you know in some gang. He cries the manliest of tears when he finds out that Jonathan is seeking out a cure for his da- father, dying father's you know ailments. He's just like yes, you would go down to this rough and tough neighborhood. Just for your father. And then he would cry. <laughs> he's such a good man. He's a kind-hearted man. Yeah. Yeah. He's the gentleman um, of all gentlemen. And Speedwagon, I think, like you said, takes the cake because of how well he hypes up his his bro. Yes. Um, in exactly. addition to that, my favorite line, one of my favorite lines from the first part was this, out of the blue, they're like, even Speedwagon is afraid when Dio transforms into a vampire for the first time. Um, it's just so out of the blue, they're just like, oh my god, what's going on? Even Speedwagon is afraid! And it's just did that look of utter horror <laughs> Speed- on Speedwagon's face. Even like, Speedwagon is afraid! <laughs> you know, that's the thing yeah. about JoJo, it just sticks with you. Stupid line like that just stick with you. Yes. Um, it, it is just like... Out of I, this I can, world. I could list the number of memes just on the first few. It's just books. bizarre, okay? So what happens here is that um at the end there their mansion burns down and it's uh, like a one on one against Jonathan, George, and... Jonathan and Dio. And you know, during the dive, eh, 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 oh, yeah. Dio dive. Holy eh, diver, holy diver. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. So um and he gets plunged into this spear statue and then that's it and i'm thinking that's been six episodes this is how it ends but it oh wait there's a there's a there's a epilogue Epilogue. there's an epilogue okay they're at sea and then the sea sinks and arena the the uh, love interest the the wife at this point wife at this yeah she's the wife at this point yeah Mm -hmm. is the only one that survives now that is the epilogue. There is nothing else, right, Dexter? There's nothing else. Uh, no, uh, that's the epilogue. There's nothing else. It's just like she wait survives. Wait a second. That's it. You you skipped away like a few dozen episodes. Uh, okay, not a few dozen. Okay, um, not a dozen, but not you a dozen. skipped all. You skipped the entirety of Zeppeli, and you skipped all of like the fight between all no, those no, other. That's part two. No, that's part one. Part one is Zeppeli. That's right. Hamon. Yeah, and he gets taught the ancient art of fighting with fists of the sun. Yeah, that's right. Come on. Well, okay, we're going to go over that briefly. Dio didn't die in the fight. Comes back. Jonathan and him are like this internal struggle. 
Dio creates Jack the Ripper and turns him into a zombie to fight Jojo. Um, he then zombifies these other two, like, you know, um, what were they? The guy with the hair and the guy with the, was really buff. Tarkov and, um... Think of a, think of a band name. Yeah, I know, it's, it's always stupid Doesn't band matter. names. Okay, pluck, the, the sort of pluck that became the sort of luck. This is a bunch of weird shit that happens. But my other favorite line happens in this part right here. Yeah. Um, when finally Dio gets re-revealed after having mastered his vampire powers and coming back to life after being stabbed by Jonathan, Jonathan asks, or Zeppeli asks him, Hey, how many people did you eat in order to get back to, to full health? And he's just like, How many breads have you eaten in your lifetime? Just... <laughs> it's like... The lines are so weird, man. They're so, they are, and it's not even translational error. It's just like... That's literally what he said. And I get it. There's, there's some nuance in that. It's just like, damn, he's comparing people to loaves I, of bread. Yeah, but the thing is... But, it's just like, the, the thing is, it's kind of funny. It's like, how many loaves of bread is like, okay, so they like bread in that area. Because, like, you know, in, in the Philippines, it's like... Uh, it's like uh, when, when an old person is comparing his experience to a younger person. It's like asking, like, how much... You, you still have to eat a lot of rice before you get to my level. <laughs> that kind of shit. <laughs> um, I've, 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 I've used this line on students before. Because when, when they come to my classroom and they look at my library that I offer to them freely, I'm like, hey, read books. They're good for you. They're like, Master, have you read all these books? And I was like, not all of them, but most of them. Some of them were donated. And they're like, how many books have you read in your lifetime? And then I tell them, how many loaves of bread have you eaten in your lifetime? <laughs> this guy <laughs> was that a JoJo? Or it's only—it's a very situational JoJo reference. You know what? Very... I, I, I give it to you. I give it to you. That's yours. Yeah. <laughs> now uh... <laughs> they look at me in, in shock when I say it to you because they're like they don't know the reference unless they do, in which case they probably read stuff before anyway. They're not that kid's that gonna question. get straight A's. <laughs> yeah, but but they look at me and all like you know, damn, that many books, huh? Lucky. And then I'm thinking that little bread. <laughs> uh, okay. So um I wanted to stick to that epilogue though, because yeah, it's we, we, like, we, he, he, like he has Dio's head in a fucking box. Yeah, okay, and that's something beautiful, and I did want to bring that up. To mm -hmm. the bitter end. That bite D bitter bit. Yeah. Dio Obviously survived a second time after he fights with Jonathan, but comes back as just a head, and you know tries to realizes if I can't beat you, I'm just gonna take your body and decide. Yeah, to... and we're going to sink into the bottom of the ocean together. Together, and instead of like being like you know no Dio this isn't that I hate you, ruined my life. Fucking embraces him. Yeah, Family. he fucking he embraces him. He's just like this is my brother. Yeah, you go ahead and have... drink my blood. You know, may not have. You might not have been a bro acting like a brother, but you were raised by my father in my household, and he cradles him, and it's while just he's like, sucking his blood. <laughs> yeah, and then they die. They sink to the bottom sure, of the sure. Atlantic. Sink to the bottom of the Atlantic. Yes, heading towards a new... America. Yeah, that place. But all in all, man, there's a lot to say about the first season, the first part of JoJo. It's not my favorite. It's Stop. got a lot of but but like I said, it's a good ways. place to start. It's a good place to start for yeah. the for my favorite part of JoJo. Oh yeah, uh, part, part two, two is definitely my favorite as well. 
Yes. We'll now... probably talk about that more next time. Um when we do our review of part two. Because I feel like <laughs> I feel like this 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 Play it, this... Dexter, play it. Cause you know, we're gonna do part two. Okay, fine, I'll play it. <laughs> because, as you know, uh we're we've cut down the time. But that was part one of JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, and it's just the two of us nerding out nerding on... out about JoJo. Yes. And so um, I hope you're recording the sound because I'm I, I I I I will. Okay, cool. But Joe, this has been a good time to talk about JoJo. But it wouldn't be a proper episode of JoJo if we didn't leave with one final reference. So tune in next time, where we talk about battle tendency and all about the mysteries of Shija. Shija. Be continued, guys. Catch you next time on Just Off Point. This episode was produced to you by Irie. We thank her all the time. All thanks, Irie. If you like this, please comment, like, and subscribe to our Instagram page. Yeah, and uh, also our uh, or we're on Spotify, and uh, we're still looking. We're looking for a social media person, so. Just give us a like, shoot us a message, and uh, we'll see where we go. Have a good day, everybody. When we catch you on the roundabouts.